Hello and welcome back to the Dante in a Year podcast. My name is Danny Fitzpatrick. Today we're continuing with Dante's Purgatorio, Canto 5. Now I'd parted from those shades and was following the traces of my leader, when behind me, pointing his finger, one cried, See how the sun's rays seem not to fall below him on his left, and how it seems he goes as one alive. The eyes turned back at the sound of this speech, and I saw them regarding me as a marvel, me and the ruptured light. Why is your soul so impeded, said the master, that it goes thus slowly? What difference does it make that they whisper? Come after me, and leave the people to speak. Stand firm as a tower whose peak won't cower even at the swiftness of the wind. For always the man in whom thought shoots up from thought, lengthening its sign from itself, loses the spirit of one and then the other. What could I reply if not, I come? I said it, suffused of such color as makes a man worthy of pardon. And meanwhile along the slope before us came people bit by bit toward us, chanting miserere, verse by verse. When it occurred to them that I gave no place for the rays to pass through my body, their song changed to a long and raucous, oh, and two of them, in the form of messengers, coursed out toward us and demanded, tell us what you know of your condition. And my master, you may go and bear back to those that commanded you that his body is true flesh. If they stood back seeing his shadow, as I see, this is their response. They may do him honor and be worth their while. I've never seen ignited vapors slice so swiftly across the serenity of early night, nor the sun falling so quickly cut the clouds of August as those returned upward, and, joined there with the others, turned toward us as a herd that scours without restraint. This people pressing toward us are many, and they come to pray your aid, said the poet, but just go on and listen as you advance. O soul who go to be blessed with that body in which you were born, they cried, quiet your pace a bit. See if you've seen some of us before, such that you may bear our tale back there. Oh, why do you go? Why don't you rest? We all were there already on the point of death, and sinners up to the ultimate hour, when the light of heaven made us know, so that, penitent and pardoning, we issued from life pierced by a pacific God who heartens us with desire to see him. And I, for gazing on your faces, I recognize no one, but if in some way I may please you, spirits well-born, show me, and I will do it for that peace that I search from world to world after the steps of such a guide. And one commenced, Each one trusts your beneficence without its being sworn, should your will not exceed your strength. Thus I, who speak alone before these others, pray you, if ever you see that place that sits between Romagna and the land of Charles, that you might do me the courtesy of your prayers in Fano, so that your worship might well help me purge my grave offenses. There I was, but the deep wounds whence issued the blood with that in which I sat were given me in the lap of Antinor's descendants, there where I believed myself the most secure that one of Este had it done, who was enraged with me much more than was right. But if I had fled on toward La Mira, when I was overtaken at Oriago, 
I still would be there where one breathes. I rushed to the marsh, and the canes and the brack impeded me so that I fell, and I saw them make a lake from my veins on the earth. Then another said, Ah, that that desire be complete that draws you to the high mountain. Help my good piety with yours. I was of Montefeltro. I am Buonconte. Neither Giovanna nor another has care for me, so that I go among these with lowered brow. And I to him, What force or what venture took you out of the way of Campaldino, so that your sepulchre was not discovered? Oh, he responded, At the foot of Casentino courses water called the Archiano. It's born above the Hermitage in the Apennines. There, where its name is emptied, I arrived pierced in the throat, fleeing on foot and bloodying the plain. There I lost sight as well as speech. I finished in the name of Mary, and then I fell, and my flesh alone remained. I will tell you truly, speak it again among the living. The angel of God took me, and that one from hell shrieked, O oh, you of heaven, why do you deprive me? You bear off with you his eternal element for one little tear that he's taken from me, but I'll govern the, govern the other part otherwise. You know well how that humid vapor gathered in the air returns to water as soon as it ascends where the cold is coiled. Joined with the intellect, that evil will that asks only evil moved the mist and the wind by that power that his nature gives. There, as the day was spent, he covered the valley in cloud from Pratomagno to the grand, grand Yoke, and he made the heavens dark above, so that the swollen air was changed to water, the rain fell, and the flood that came, which the earth couldn't bear, converged in great streams, rushing down along the river with such swiftness, so ruinous, that nothing could keep it back. Rubicund Archiano found my frozen body in its mouth, and that swept it on into the Arno, and freed the cross at my breast that I'd made of myself when sorrow conquered me. It turned me down the banks and into the deep, then it covered and bound me among its prey. Ah, when you have returned to the world and rested from the long way, followed the third spirit after the second, be mindful of me, who am Lapia. Siena made me, Marema unmade me. He understands who in first disposing of the ring had me for his gem. Thanks for joining me on another episode of the Dante in a Year podcast. See you next time for Dante's Purgatorio, Canto 6.